three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell, hope you're having a great day so far as we continue to press on through Deuteronomy and dealing with some of these short but interesting passages here in Deuteronomy chapter 21 as we encourage one another to be more and more in God's Word, reading His Word, being ministered to, having our soul fed, our mind renewed, and our heart strengthened by the ministry of God's Word. And here in chapter 21, verse 18, we're going to be dealing with a very interesting passage and dealing with two different things. I'm going to try to read to the end of the chapter. So let's dive right in. Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 18. If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son who will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and though they discipline him, will not listen to them, then his father and his mother shall take hold of him and bring him out to the elders of his city at the gate of the place where he lives. And they shall say to the elders of the city, of his city, This, our son, is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. Then all the men of the city shall stone him to death with stones. So you shall purge the evil from your midst, and all Israel shall hear and fear. And if a man has committed a crime punishable by death, and he is put to death, and you hang him on a tree, his body shall not remain all night on the tree, but you shall bury him the same day, for a hanged man is, is cursed by God. You shall not defile your land that the Lord your God is giving you for inheritance. All right, so that's the end of the chapter and some interesting verses here. And, and so let's let's tackle one aspect of this is, is God that cruel? You know, how come he doesn't give people second chances? Why would he have the parents have the men of the town kill their son? Well, let's look at the principle here. If his son is out of control, that even his parents have lost control of him, then what good is he to that city? What good is he to the people? So, in that case, what if he's evil, his evil is just coming through, and all of us have that evil. We all start off very evil. And then depending how that is curved or controlled, and if it's just let loose and wild, then we become a person that society has to deal with. And there's a couple of ways society can deal with it. We could ignore it, hope it goes away, and that has never worked. Uh, and then, or we can try to move away from it. So, you know, it doesn't go away, but we go away. Um, we can, we can eradicate it, neutralize it, kill it, right? Not, not something a modern, sophisticated society wants to deal, to say or do. Um, or we can try and get it to move away. So get the sun to move away. And I think a lot of what this is saying is, you know, having control of your children and winning their hearts is really, really important. Because if not, it'll, it'll be like death. So to a parent, 
when a child is just straight up rebellious and the parent may be thinking, this is my fault because I didn't do a good job or why do we have this kind of child? I've done everything I know to do and my other children are fine, but this one is just beyond my ability. And so it is heart-wrenching. It is just absolutely heart-wrenching. The mom and dad, father and mother in this scenario that God has laid out, they are not glad or rejoicing that their child is is in full-blown rebellion toward God. They Their hearts are broken. And what I think what we have to get from this is, yes, God is allowing for a fully rebellious child. And you have to think that this child would be old, they're old enough to drink, where they're drinking and getting drunk. They're probably old enough to reproduce uh, they probably really wouldn't be able to be handled by mom and dad, although not that people weren't tough back then. It's not that they're wimpy parents, but uh, it's saying here that the father and mother need to be able to take hold of him and bring him to the elders. And I think what it's saying is if he's still right here in your life, wrecking your life and the life of those around you, that this now becomes an issue for your city. And you're going to have to turn him over to the city. The city will determine what must happen. And so it's God giving, you know, parents have the authority, the ultimate authority. But at some point as a parent, you have to realize, okay, there's nothing more we can do. And so you turn them over. And realize the city might say, yeah, the only thing reasonable at this point is to neutralize this rebellion in this person's heart. And we may not, we may not like that at all, but that's the principle here that now a village is going to uh, pass verdict on this person. So the other thing that many parents will do or a rebellious child will do is they will leave. They will leave that city, right? And so we don't really have any historical references to this being a common occurrence where a rebellious son was brought to town elders and that they stoned him to death for that. But God has put in his word to tell us that it is very important, parenting is very important, and that if you're at the point where you realize you've completely failed, then you better inform the elders, better let the city know what they're up against and then he goes on to talk about what if there's somebody who does deserve to die who's committed murder and you kill them do you leave them out as trophies no human beings are created in the likeness of god and it's a curse to use a dead carcass in any other way than to properly bury that person a person may not deserve to be buried in such a way, but because of who he is made in the image of, then that body needs to be treated righteously and be buried. And so um talks about, you know, we don't want to defile the land by having, because it, it was common in cultures back then if, to show the strength of your city that you would leave the skulls and recently killed people 
outside hanging from whatever. Maybe hanging from a tree like ornaments. And God say, no, my people, that is not what we're going to do. And so even a criminal who deserves no honor will be buried properly because they are human and therefore they are made in the image of God. And they were rightly executed, but now you need to bury them. Just real, real practical. God helping us not become evil in our dealings with evil. So how do we deal with evil so that we don't become evil? Well, we deal with it prayerfully and with our eyes on God. Am I reading his word and seeing what does God actually say about these things? All right, I hope that was beneficial to you. Hope you're having a great day. This is the day the Lord has made. Lord, help us to rejoice and be glad in it. God bless you all.